Welcome to the Barfly Podcast. My name is Jeff Burkhart, columnist for the Marin IJ and author of the book 20 Years Behind Bars, The Spirited Adventures of a Real Bartender. Today, my co-host is Kevin Blum, community manager for the online review site Yelp. Welcome, Kevin. Today, we're going to talk about the challenge of the customer. Yes. It can be the, the, the boon of the industry and the bane of the industry at the same time. So, Gabe, you work in a pretty unusual area. So. Yeah, um, I work in uh, downtown San Francisco. I work in uh, kind of the epicenter of the tech boom. I'm, uh, you know, I'm a block away from Kevin's headquarters at Yelp. I'm yes. a block away from LinkedIn, um, block away from the Salesforce Tower. Uh, which is very good for me as a location, uh, restaurant owners, you know, location, location, location. Uh, but at the same time, the clientele that comes through is is quite different than a clientele that you might see here in Marin. So, well, well, you, well, you yeah. cut your chops in Marin. Welcome to the Barfly Podcast. My name is Jeff Burkhart, columnist for the Marin IJ and author of the book 20 Years Behind Bars, The Spirited Adventures of a Real Bartender. Today, my co-host is Kevin Blum, community manager for the online review site Yelp. Welcome, Kevin. Right? Yes, I did. Way, I was right? uh, and, you know, and, with you for a very long time. I was a bar manager at Noonan's Bar and Grill, you know. R.I.P. Noonan's a long time ago. It's a great place uh, where, where lots of us met and lots of us had some free drinks, unfortunately. But um, uh, yeah, so I've been out here for a long time in the Bay Area and I've been at my location for five years and it is uh, quite a different clientele. Well, how has it evolved over the years? I mean, uh, in terms of the clientele. Well, the clientele has just gone um, with with the times. I think, as as we mentioned in the in the last uh, episodes, is that everybody kind of expects everything now. We're such a now society, and we're you know, hey, it's an on demand. Yeah, yeah, if we don't know something, yeah, we got to yeah. Google it within three seconds, right. or we're going to go crazy. And that's what I've noticed more and more with the clientele, especially in my area, is that. You know, they'll sit down and, and as an owner, you know, I'm trying to create an experience for somebody. Um, when you walk in the door, I'm just going to give you a big smile and say, how's your day? I'm going to sit you down. I'm going to tell you, you know, the specials that we're doing today, cocktails, whatever it might be. I'm trying to give you uh, an experience. And so, you know, there's there's methods of service. We, If you're in the industry, you know how it goes. You let the guests sit, you let them look at the menu, get them waters, ask them for a cocktail, you know, see if there's questions, any questions, whatever. all these things. And nowadays, it's just, you know, set down within a minute. If you're not back, they're asking why. You right. know, what? where are you? Like waving me down or, right. or the snap of the finger or, fingers. or yeah. anything <laughs> like that. And, uh, and, and also, you know, my experience when I was a, a restaurant person is that you want these interactions. You want to be able to answer questions because that's part of service. Right. That's, that's your in. Right. That's your way of getting into... Building a rapport. Building a rapport, exactly. And so, you know, I want to be able to answer your questions. And what I see now is, uh, you know, they'll go on Yelp or they'll go on on Google Review or or one of these other sites and they'll start looking at pictures and other people's reviews while they're at the table to find out what they're going to eat. Well, you know, that's what we have servers for. Right. That's why right. I train my servers to know what's on the menu so you don't have to do that. Right. And so what they'll do is they'll go through and they'll just, they'll start picking from that without 
giving us an opportunity to give them the experience. And that, and that's really frustrating as a person that's like really prides himself on providing that experience. Yeah. So, um, so that's definitely, you know, been a wave of, of, uh, of different cell phones have definitely changed cell phones, man. And you know, how many pictures of a pizza or a hamburger do you actually need? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I know some of them get, get put on sites and everything like that, but you know, I, it's, it's almost, you know, every other table when I, you know, and I know my pizza looks good, but, but, you know, <laughs> but ain't that good. Um, but you see it, you know, you see it all the time and it's everything. And I just, you know, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. I'm all, you know, obviously in a different, uh, age range uh, than some of my customers down in the techie right. area. But, um, you know, cell phones are, are something that just kind of will kill a, a hospitality experience. And also, you know, hey, it kills a social experience yes. too. You know, you, you. I see it too much where you have a couple sit down, and they'll they'll order food and they'll order a drink, and then they don't have a conversation. They're just staring at their cell phones, right. and it's just uh, it's it's really frustrating. You know, or taking to, pictures of themselves, or take, yeah, not even the person they're with to yeah. send to somebody else who's not there to have a conversation when the person's sitting right there to have a yeah. Conversation. So my suggestion yeah. to everybody out there listening is, you know, take the time, unwind. That's why you're out to eat, to drink, right. to be social. Yeah, you know, put the cell phone down, put it put it away, and I think that. I've, I've seen it more. I've seen more and more restaurants trying to kind of push that to people. And, and, um, and I think that's a good thing. I think less self Are they enforcing that? Are you seeing yeah, them? you see a lot yeah. more. I mean, I've even, you know, contemplated it, not by making a rule or saying anything like that, but hey, you know, you're here to enjoy a hospitality experience. Right. And you can't do that with a cell phone in your hand. So right. um, I definitely saw, I went to a concert the other night and they actually made you put your cell phone in a clippable pouch. Really? Uh, so that you couldn't take it out during the was show. Was this Pearl Jam? No, it wasn't. Pearl okay. Jam was great. It was, actually, <laughs> uh, it was actually a Jack White. Oh, yeah, yeah. That doesn't sound like some Pearl Jam would do. Yeah, but that was something I really appreciated. I was like, wow, that's really great because I've had lots of experiences ruined by other people's cell phone use right. um, at shows. I go to a lot of concerts, but also in restaurants. Like, mm-hmm. It's just kind of, you know, what's the point? And you don't want to be the fun police in the restaurant business no, either. That's the can't. problem is you're trying to navigate this area in between where people are having a good time but still getting done whatever they need to get done. Yeah. But but it's amazing how in this in, in this time people are so singularly aware of their own experience. Yeah. In, in, regardless of the person sitting right next to them. And and that creates a different dynamic. You know, I and and I've always remembered that the person who waves most insistently about getting service is usually the least prepared when you get there. That's almost always how it is. That's true. And so they'll be standing right next to a big sign that says uh, wines by the glass and they'll wave, 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 wave. You right. get over there and they'll go, What do you have by the glass? Well, it's on that huge sign <laughs> six inches from your head, moron. Right? Yeah. And you can't, of course, say that, but I mean, that's your certain. You can say it with your eyes, which I do quite a bit. I have a very uh, expressive look, as I've been told by my wife. You know, many but times. That, that, that gets that other, other side of the corner. And, and speaking of your wife, you were talking about her being concerned about ordering an espresso martini when she gets out. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes, right? and you just threw her on. I totally did. I'm, I'm in so much trouble right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's we were talking about service in, in general and just being able to, you know... Um, just order a drink. Order a drink and, and, and have the experience and enjoy the experience. And, you know, it just uh, seems like in the society, it's just, it's, it's just changed. Right. It's just the customers changed, the services changed. But, you know, you, you, we got to evolve. As, right. as, as uh, you know, old school hospitality people, 
you know, it might be frustrating, but you know, what are you going to do? Right. You know, this is what we do. So we have to evolve just like everything else does. So, right. But, yeah. but, but what I, what, what we were talking about is that kind of surly bartender attitude yeah. where they're judging, they're judging you openly yeah. about your drinks. And often, most of the times I've learned is that those people don't even know what they're talking about. No, most of the time, but, you know, what the old adage is, you know, what's the difference between God and a, bar- and a bartender is the bartender doesn't, or God doesn't think he's a bartender. bartender yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah. The pretension in bartending, you know, it, it gets, it can get pretty thick and, you know, I've uh, always prided myself on trying to be the best bartender I can when I was a bartender. And, you know, if you want a drink, yeah, that's the drink you're going to get. Right. Um, and I, I you know, I, that's great. You want a mojito. Great. Right. Let's get you a mojito. Like, right. Let's get you what you need. Because ultimately, they're the ones, you know, paying your rent. Right. They're the yeah. ones giving you. I mean, you're not, you're not, um, you know financing your life on minimum wage here right. in the Bay Area, you know, you're a hospitality professional who's making tips and making generous tips right. like that. And if you can't uh, provide a service to somebody and uh, get them what they need on a regular basis um, when you're working, then what are you in this job for? Right. I'm curious, um, given how challenging some of these customers can be, uh, especially the ones who are... Um, very textual, yeah. very in front of their cell phones. Yeah. I think textual is a word now. <laughs> it is right it now. Is. It just, is a word. My, <laughs> don't, don't play Scrabble with me, you guys. I'll make stuff up. Um, but how are they, if they are challenging on that front, are they decent tippers? Um, I think so, yeah. I think most people are generous in the Bay Area. I think it's just part of the culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're, we're regularly 18 to 20% okay. uh, in what we do. Um, and I know that there's been thoughts of redoing that whole tip market. And yeah. I know certain places uh, when, in Seattle, a lot of them just tip. They make you tip uh, automatic 18% gratuity. Right. It's included but in the bill. It's included in the bill. Yeah. But then their yeah. breakdown is different. So they say, and they, there was one place where it actually had like, so 10% goes to the kitchen staff, 10% goes here. And it was kind of a breakdown, kind of let you know where that money was going. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was kind of nice. Because you kind of say, oh, great, you know. Hey, even if maybe this person uh, didn't give me the best service, I know that that dollar is not only going to this person, but it's going to everybody yeah. else in the right. situation that maybe my food was great and everything else was great and the service wasn't eh, all that great. But right. you're still, that's, it's a nice window into their thought process as far as how they're compensating the rest of their employees. And, right. and, and I think there's value to that for sure. Well, it's certainly true. Even without that, the, the, the breakdown on the check, even in the Bay Area, that's the same way. When you tip your bartender 10 bucks, Bartender usually doesn't typically get all ten of that money, uh, ten dollars of that. They have to tip out the bar back. Maybe they have to tip out the food runners, whatever it is. So you know that that's a misconception that you don't directly get that money. So sometimes people will say, "Oh, here, this is just for you," and and then that creates its own set of dynamics because sure. you can't do that either, yeah. right? Because then that that creates a hostile work environment yeah. where nobody you know is happy about that situation. So. But, yeah, I mean, uh, it's. I, I know, uh, you know, people like Danny Meyer in certain uh, areas in New York. They were trying to kind of reinvent the whole tipping situation, and um, how did that work out? I don't think it worked out very well. <laughs> I think they had to kind of backtrack a lot. Of that and it's and it's tough. It's tough because I I personally believe that um, kitchen staff should get a portion of tips, and I know a lot of places don't believe that, and I know also know a lot of hospitality people. Uh, don't believe that that should be part of it either. But I was like, well, who do you think's making your food that you right. get to get tipped on? You right. know, mm-hmm. so and that's always a you know a tough a tough um, formula to try to figure out. Right. I think in any in any place. So, so it remains to be seen how that's going to work out. In the yeah, long run. We'll, so. we'll see. So, so uh, I guess to sum up, 
And it was, my summaries are very depressing. <laughs> and, and I apologize for that, yes. Let's um, make it a happy one. Yes. <laughs> no, no, uh, there were definitely going to be challenging customers. Um, again, I, I think customers, I think sometimes they go into a restaurant. It's like when if you go see a play or a show, uh, you think everything's going to be perfect. Like, nothing bad happens. You right. know? It's like this magical thing. But stuff happens behind the scenes that, you know, you're not aware of. But a good staff and a good, you know, kitchen and a good bar staff and everything, they can mask some of those errors. The show must go on. The show must go on. And um, for the most part, those customers won't know it. So um, I I would encourage people who go into restaurants and bars to um, appreciate the fact, appreciate the show, you know, and uh, go with that and... um, I don't know. What else should I add to this? Well, in most cases, we're just working really hard to give you a, a really great experience. Right. And, the I think experience. That, and I think that if you have that in mind as a customer, um, maybe your patience will be um, rewarded. And maybe, you know, you if you understand that going in, then uh, you're going to have an overall better experience because maybe you're saying, okay, well, maybe I didn't get my drink within the two minutes mm-hmm. I was hoping. But you can, if you open your eyes, you can see all the other things that are happening that will lead to that. Yeah. But, you know, we're all professionals. We're all trying to help you, and we're all trying to give you a good experience. But go in for the, I think the key word is experience, you right. know, uh, because that's what you're providing. And, and right. We're not just making you a drink. We're making no. you an experience. An experience. Yeah. So put the phone down. Enjoy the experience. <laughs> you know, enjoy the view. The, the water's warm. Jump in the pool. You know, enjoy it. Um, otherwise, you can always, you know, Go home and you know have a you know microwave a burrito. You know, right. That's what you're looking for. And then take a picture of that burrito. And take a picture of that burrito. <laughs> and then give it a Yelp review. Yes, one star. Yes. One star. Right. Please join us next time when we welcome Deanna Haven of Ellipsis PR in San Francisco and discuss how influencers are affecting online marketing in the restaurant industry. My name is Jeff Burkhart. Thanks for listening. I would go home.